Hello everyone and welcome to the LMI podcast. It's Alan Durish here with you and once again JF who's been managing the podcast for the last while and doing a wonderful job with some terrific Bible teaching is going on to do some other work with LMI so we, we wish him every success for the future and we're thrilled that he's he's getting the opportunity to do other things um, but it's great to be back with you, your old DJ here. Oh, um, Hopefully my voice won't drive you away and you'll enjoy the podcast still. Um, I'm here today with Becky Watson and Danny Roberts, uh, two of my colleagues from LMI's Youth and Schools Outreach team, so it's great to have them with us. Um, they're just here to fill us in on really what has been happening this year for LMI's Youth and Schools Outreach team and what they've been getting up to across Northern Ireland and beyond. So um, we're going to start with Becky. Hey, mm-hmm. Becky. Hello. Uh, it's great to have you in. Thank you. <laughs> so with the end of the school year fast approaching, and obviously lots of young people will be looking forward to that. Can you tell us what has it been like for the Youth and Schools Outreach Department, just in a, in a few words? Yeah, so this year has been really busy. So we've spoken to almost 3,500 young people since September through RE classes and scripture union groups and youth clubs. Um, and it also feels like this year we've been expanding. So the work itself has grown both in terms of the number of skills we've been into and our team has expanded as well. So it's been a really great year for us, yeah. That's terrific, thank you. Okay, so now we'll, we'll cross over to Danny. Danny, great to have you here. Thank uh, you. As well, and um, what we're going to ask you first and foremost is, can you give us a standout moment, perhaps something that's really just um, stood out for you this academic year? Oh, there's been so much that you can choose from. There's been a lot happening over the last year, which has been really, really good. We've had the opportunities to go into schools that we've never been into before, which is an amazing yeah. opportunity to be able to do. Uh, we've got into returning schools, um, which is always a real positive. Obviously, we're doing something right if we're able to get back into these schools again. Yeah. Um, so it's been great to be able to do that. Uh, I think personally for me, there's one thing that stands out for me uh, within the work that we've been doing. It was the last time I was in the Integrated College in Dungannon. Uh, we finished our day, we were doing our e-classes and uh, we finished the day's worth of lessons and we went to say goodbye to the teacher. Now the teacher, uh, it was the head of RE there, she was uh, doing some revision with two A-level students and we went in and we said goodbye to her um, and my colleague who I was with started chatting to her. So I got chatting to the two A-level students and we were just sort of having a little bit of a joke about the fact that there was only two of them in the class and I was saying, oh, you're obviously getting really good tuition uh, and different things like this. And I asked them, why are they doing... RE, what made them want to take RE as an A-level subject. Uh, And one of the girls that was there said that the whole reason that she chose RE is that she's not religious, she had no interest in religion. Um, But through the programmes that we've delivered over the years, because we've spent uh, a good bit of time in that school and had a good chance to be able to see her develop over the number of years, she said, because of the programmes that you've done, you've made RE fun and interactive for me, and it made me start thinking about things. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I decided to take it as an A-level. I thought that was really, it was really nice, it was really encouraging to hear that and hear her say that because um, it lets you know that obviously they listen during the sessions, they interact and it's great, it's it's amazing to be able to do this work and that we get this opportunity given to us by God, Um, but to know that it's impacted people in that way, that they've taken it on further and started to think about things, uh, especially young people coming from a non-religious background, Uh, it was was just really encouraging to hear that. That's really terrific, wow. So coming back to you, Becky, obviously there's a there's a wide range of programmes that the Youth and Schools Outreach team offer. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people can check out the LMI website if they yeah. want to see all of those different programmes. That's lmi-org.net. Mm-hmm. If you're interested, do, do check them out. But what have been the most popular programmes this year? Can you tell us what they are and maybe a, a bit about what they're about? Yeah, yeah. so I had a wee look earlier um, and... 
Um, two RE programs are at the minute neck and neck in terms of their popularity. So that's oh. Kingdom Stories and Persecution. Yeah. So um, they're quite um, opposite, I suppose. But um, Kingdom Stories, it looks at the reason behind why Jesus taught about you know, the kingdom of God through parables. So why stories were and still are a really effective way of teaching. Yeah. So we look at the parable um of the prodigal son and together with the pupils we unpack it so we take a look at each of the three main characters and we encourage the pupils to put themselves into their shoes and then we teach them the reason behind why Jesus told that parable Um, and then our persecution program it looks at the global epidemic of religious persecution Mm -hmm. so I know it sounds like a really heavy topic to talk about but it's actually on the RE curriculum for Northern Ireland so yeah yeah, so it's a great way for us to teach on the incredible faith of those who are persecuted across the world and we examine the history of persecution so the roots of it Mm -hmm. and then we look at the top countries where Christian persecution is at its worst and then at the end of the program we teach them about why people are willing to live their or to live through persecution. So the tagline of this program is actually a faith worth dying for. So you can imagine it's a real challenge for these young people to hear. Um, and then yeah. our most popular SU program, so it's called Choose Wisely. And we offer all of our SU programs to span from just one week up to three week visits. So a majority of the SU groups we visit will be visited by our team for three weeks. Um, so personally, I really love the Choose Wisely program. It's a really important one in my eyes as it allows us to teach the pupils how to make good decisions based on the Bible. So um, our teaching is primarily from the book of Proverbs, which, of course, um, is part of the Bible's wisdom literature. Mm-hmm. Um, we teach um, about what the Bible says and topics, um, like what kind of friends they have, what kind of friends they are. Um, the words they use and um, some of the scripture union groups we visit don't um, or the young people that are in it aren't necessarily Christians yeah and so yeah. yeah so maybe you know they could be there because their friends attend it or maybe they just enjoy going Um, so this topic of making wise decisions allows us to talk about the most important decision they'll ever make and that's whether to follow God or not or you know as Joshua puts it in Joshua 24 he says choose this day whom you will serve so, um, so yeah, there you go. Out of a total of 14 programmes, they are our most popular. That's really good. And actually, just to, to build on what you were saying, mm-hmm. I, I only started going to Scripps Union in school because of friends who yeah. asked me to come along. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and I, I wasn't a Christian at that time, as far yeah. as I can remember. Um, and also, it's great following on from what Danny just said. You can really see the value in these programmes uh, when it does encourage young people to think more. Yeah, uh, about sure. scriptures and what God has, has made clear to us in his word and yeah. uh, so really 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 good thank you yeah thank you okay Danny so I know that uh, currently the majority of your work is based in schools yep uh, but can you share highlight from the past year from your work with young people in churches yes yeah, so it's been a real good opening this year to be able to go into churches and take youth groups and uh, do different meetings like that it's uh, it's been really good to be able to do that it's a nice side yeah. of the work that we've had the opportunity to do and it seems to be growing which is great uh we've taken 10 youth groups this year uh in different parts of the country That's which has been good, yeah. which has been really good it's been a really good opportunity and uh, it's really really good to be able to do the programs with the young people and to be able to it gives you a sense of something different than what we do in the schools in the schools we do the sessions and it's amazing to be able to get the opportunity to go as in depth as we are with the youth groups yeah. you get a real good opportunity to be able to sit with these young people to be able to invest in them to build up those relationships as you do in, in any youth group really 
Um, and the one that always springs to mind to me is that we'd done a youth group not that long ago in Banbridge, uh, and Catlin and myself both done this program uh, on choices and consequences about how important it is to think about the choices that you make, that we make hundreds and hundreds of choices every single day. Mm-hmm. And some of the choices that we make have consequences that go alongside them. We make some big decisions within our lives. We choose what we're going to have for breakfast and what we're going to wear each day. But yet some of the choices that we have to make carry huge consequences with them. Yeah, absolutely. And Catlin shared his story and he was sharing about his life and about what he's gone through and about some of the choices that he made within his life and also some of the choices that were made for him yeah. by his parents when he was young and different things like this. And the youth leader said to me afterwards, he said that they have a lot of people coming in from the local town. He said a lot of people that aren't church, do you know nothing about Christianity. He said, and normally he said they have a five minute talk. He said, and then because that's how long they can normally keep them for. He said after that they start running wild and sort of aren't yeah. too um, attentive to listening. Uh, but our program all in all lasted nearly for an hour. Uh, and they sat silent, just listening to Catelyn's story, listening to the Bible message that we brought out at the end. And he said that it was a really great opportunity to be able to speak to the young people afterwards, to hear that they were so attentive uh, in what was being said, and then um, to sit and get alongside them. They asked loads of questions afterwards. They wanted to know more about Catelyn's life and why he's chose to um, be a Christian in the midst of the circumstances that he's been through. So yeah. it's a really great opportunity to be able to do that. We open that up for uh, any church that wants to have us to come along and to deliver programs such as that. Um, and it just it's a, it's a blessing to be able to do it. The church has opened the doors and give us those opportunities to do it. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's phenomenal. Um, and... Um, Catlin, of course, is Catlin Diakonu. Mm. Um, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. He's, <laughs> he's a Romanian colleague, um, lives here now, but originally from Romania, has an absolutely fascinating um, story. Um, and of course, he, along with Alison Kernahan, and then myself a little bit, um, complete the Youth and Schools Outreach team. And you can read more about the team members and all the LMI staff, uh, again, at the LMI website, if you want to know more. And I think you can actually learn a wee bit more about Catlin's story there as well so um do do check that out it's certainly worth worth hearing all right becky so uh, i think you've got the easiest question of the day because (laughs) i know that the first answer that will come to mind is working with danny um (laughs) (laughs) uh, can you tell us what you enjoy most about working at alibi's youth and schools outreach team yeah um so well actually it's working with the young people (laughs) (laughs) and no the thing I love the most you know it is it's working with the young people and the young people that we come into contact with so um one thing that strikes me whenever I go into a room full of young people is the potential that that room holds you know the gifts that they have um and just the skills that they have um and so for us to be able to go into schools and speak to them and teach them about the truth that's in the bible is an amazing opportunity um and it's something that you know I really love um also you know no day is ever the same so every school is different every class is different every program is different and even the time of day or whatever point in the school year we're in will change things so um yeah so it's a really great variety as well that's fantastic and actually potential is something I know Danny obviously has um, his two kids and you and I um, you have two nephews I have two nephews mm-hmm. um, and I, I, I often think the same thing it, it's wonderful to think about the potential every every child has yeah. uh, in one yeah. way or another to do something um, in the in the future by God's grace and yeah, um, yeah so I can understand that and uh, that's wonderful thank you mm-hmm. all right Danny so as we move towards the end of, of this podcast and 
Thank you both for all the information that you've shared. How best could the listeners pray for LMI's Youth and Schools Outreach team? Prayer is just, it's so important to everything that we do. And I know that sounds like a a cliche, but it really is. Like, we can't do this work without people covering us in prayer as we go to the schools, as we go to the youth groups, as we do these sessions that, that God's given us the opportunity to do. And we just ask that people will just pray that as we continue to go into these schools, as we continue to do these youth groups, that... Uh, the young people will be responsive, that they'll hear what's being said, that they'll uh, be challenged by it, that they'll be interested in it. Uh, yeah. As we heard in that first story about uh, the girl from Dungannon, that it'll just it'll spark something in them, that'll make them just want to know a little bit more, make them think a little bit differently about things uh, and the claims and the challenges that are, are given to them in those sessions. Just pray yeah. that more doors will open. As I said before, yeah. we've had schools come to us this year that we've never ever been into before in the the history of us doing youth and schools so pray that that more of that happens there's still plenty of schools in this country that we can that we can go to so just pray that more doors will open uh, that more youth groups will be able to be visited that we'll uh, be able to have the 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 manpower and the resources to be able to uh, do this work effectively and that most importantly that, that god will be glorified through everything that we do yeah absolutely yeah absolutely that's um that's ultimately we want we want God to be glorified through everything exactly. um, LMI does including the youth and schools work and um, as Becky actually said right at back at the beginning this has been a year of expansion so mm-hmm. it would be great to see more expansion um, by God's grace in next year and in the years ahead mm-hmm. as well um, so thank, thanks for that Danny thank you and um, please do pray for us we really would covet your prayers uh, for LMI's youth and schools outreach and you can Keep up to date with different prayer requests and updates as well, I should say, through our social media on Facebook, uh, on Twitter and on Instagram. So please do follow us there if you if you don't already. So as we bring things uh, to a close, wrap things up here, just want to say thank you, Becky. Thank you. And thank you, Danny. Um, for um, providing us with all the wonderful information. Um, as we've already said, above all, we give glory to God for everything that's been achieved and yeah. over the past year. It's wonderful. It's wonderful to be in a position where there is that expansion that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful to see God at work. It's wonderful to see young people being challenged. And long, long may it continue. So we hope that this podcast has been an encouragement to you. Um, if you're listening and we we hope that you'll choose to interact with us more, please do follow us online. Visit our website. Um, we'd love to, to keep you updated. And as I've said just a few moments ago, we really would value and covet your prayers. So um, please do keep continue to follow the work of Logos Ministries International and we'll see you on the next LMI podcast. God bless.